The house lights have gone down and the cheers are going up. It's time to welcome our headliners of the show. The mics are on. They've finished their vocal warm-ups and with a final check of the set list and a high five, they're ready to step into the spotlight. Would you please make very welcome Mr. Adrian Warhope and Mr. Leon Leroux. Gentlemen, what musical jousts, what thought experiments have you prepared for us today in this episode of Super Sonic Chat? Hi, Leon. Welcome back to episode seven of Supersonic Chat. Excellent. Today, we just wanted to write the second verse of the song we started singing last week. So we really want to expand and elaborate on the idea around visuals and music and especially remember the quote we were inspired by that came from that fashion-forward makeup influencer, (laughs) Mr. Gene Simmons of Kiss, who said, people listen with their eyes. And, well, we, and that beautiful song you sang last week as well. No singing this week. Our duet. No singing. <laughs> that was no, fun. That was fun. Was. Um, we covered a lot of ground last week. Um, yeah. And, and, and we touched on music videos, but this week it's such a big topic. We specifically yep. wanted to delve it's into huge. It's music videos. videos. Massive. Um, you know, instigated by, well, it was really took off when MTV was the was doing their thing. But yeah. they existed before. It's just it became an institution once MTV got their hooks into it. Complete revolution. And you can point your fingers to Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer, um, Michael oh, yeah. Jackson Thriller, um, oh, yeah. Devo's Whip It, like those ones that were um, that were born into the MTV world and helped craft and, and make a real revolution for that music, yep. MTV. Um, yeah, so let's kick that footy around. Like music videos, are they still relevant? What role do they play in people listening with their eyes in, in music today? Music videos are essential. I think there's it, especially especially for us here in Australia, where people don't always come and tour, to get a good sense of what kind of image that a, a band is trying to project. Music videos is where it's at. Absolutely, and I, and I thought about this. Um, you know, I wanted to give a quick thought experiment to you and to, to the people listening. The last album that you listened to today or song you listened to today on your streaming service of choice, just bring to mind right now the album art for that song or yeah. album. Can you do it? Yeah. Not necessarily. I wonder. Mm. Well, I, I usually can. I usually can. I, I pay attention to those things. But I think, yeah, you're right. What comes into your head at first often is the music videos. And we know from that study you said last week that static images and moving images when associated with music can help either tip people from a neutral experience one way or the other yeah. or make that music seem more, uh, what were the words you used last week? I think more rhythmic, more dynamic, more yep. m- whatever it was. Melodious, um, yeah. It, it's it's um, interesting. Think about the number of bands, when, you know, when we used to play the Rage game back in the day and, yeah. oh, okay, one more, one more video. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's a good one. Okay, two more videos then. And think of the number of bands that you were not familiar with that you were actually introduced to through that music video um, genre, sorry, you know, medium. You'd be sticking around for for a while because something really excellent would come on. But then you'd, you know, you'd sit there waiting, going through a, a song, waiting for another one that, that you just, you know, happen to already like. But it means that you're actually sitting there through a song that you were not necessarily otherwise going to sit through. 
Yeah. And you've got and some visuals to keep you occupied in the meantime. Absolutely. Uh, and for our age and, and, and nationality, I guess in Australia, rage was a big mm-hmm. part of our consuming music experience. 100%. Also, the show recovery. is international, tough luck. Tough You're luck. missing out. Rage is the best. Just music videos. Uh, it was great. Um, the show recovery was excellent uh, on, yeah. a, on a Saturday morning for live and for, for music videos. Uh, maybe- I don't know about other countries, but what's so great as well is that it, Rage has guest programmers. Yes. Who program to a particular, I mean, maybe it's the same in, in, you know, for MTV and things like that. But I think that I, I'd like to think that that's something that's pretty unique to Rage is that you get particular bands who put on what they really like in terms of music videos and you get to see like a whole kind of a, um, a taste that these, that these bands have. Like you can sort of get to see the musical influences that they've got. And the visual influences that they had as yeah. well. Yeah, yep. well, um, yeah, there was, there was there's been heaps of ones where where um, the, they weren't necessarily into the music itself, but the the video the video was what was important. And no hosts on Rage, no big ego yeah. disc jockey hosts. Yeah, the model wannabes. This is just no host that you'd get an artist in. Sometimes, other than that, get just a real play, artist. Play yep. videos. It was great. Yeah, um, maybe people were into Countdown. Um, just a couple of things on video. You know, video is growing now more than ever. So so. Um, it's consumed in huge amounts across digital platforms. Well, because you have um, access to it at all times. You don't have to wait for 10 o'clock on a Friday or something like that for it to come on. And you can on click demand. it yep. on demand whenever you want. Uh, always on, 24-7. But the other thing is that um, text and, and you know, writing is one thing, but video retain uh, is much more impactful so viewers retain 95 percent of a message they watch in a video compared to 10 percent yeah. when they're reading it in a text random internet i think it's fact. even similar as some well i think that random internet fact even um that that um visual will um beat audio even won't it yes i think so i think well audio I and video think, combined look, that is a shaky fact but i i seem to remember that that is that that people retain visual information far more than than audio if any listeners has some proper facts that'd be really great to know what fact the, checkers whether where that actual fact is and whether i'm just remembering it wrong but hey if it's on the internet it's true right <laughs> exactly um but youtube second most popular website after google so youtube yeah. all about videos of all different types of things. And also mobile video consumption is rising year on year on year yeah, on year. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, we should kind of get stuck in. we got so much to talk to. But here's something oh, yeah. I, I wrote. I said that if music is the burger, the video music video is the bun, the filling, and the sauce. It's what gives it flavour oh. and it makes it sticky and it anchors it and makes it memorable. You could eat the Rissol by itself, but the full package is so much better. You got it. Gets all over your hands, <laughs> slam it in your mouth. Well, you know what's Love great it. as well is there's so many, so many songs that where where you cannot separate the the video clip that you have once seen to to what the, to the music itself. So, for example, I think we talked about Aphex Twin last week. Yes. Like think about think about Chris Cunningham's direction of Aphex Twin videos, such as Window Liquor, such as Come to Daddy. And and consider the the impact that you have, and every single time you listen to those songs, I don't know about you, but I cannot get the imagery out of my head. There's just no chance in hell that I'm ever going to not 
think about that video clip when I hear those songs. And I think what's cool about bringing up that as a good example first, well, that and Michael Jackson that you brought up earlier, is that idea of a uh, strong directorial decisions that are not necessarily the same um, but from the artist and themselves. Yeah, got you know? it. It's a collaboration or an, or an, uh, someone whose expertise is in the visuals collaborates and has a strong vision to assist or package up or help present the vision of the artist, the, the songwriter. Is that the kind of thing exactly, you're saying? Exactly. Exactly right. And and for Apex Twin, it was it was Chris Cunningham, and um, and he he did um, another one by, for Björk, which um, is a nice, which is completely different. It's not the horror kind of um, <laughs> shock sort of thing. It's this beautiful video clip of these white robots with Björk's face, both of them kissing, and they're just, they're being made at the same time. They're having wow. this intimate relationship and it's all white. It's very clinical. It's very beautiful. And it's for a song called All Is Full of Love. And right. it's just fantastic. I know the imagery. I haven't seen that video. I'm writing it down. I'm going to go and look. you got to check it out. In fact, what's interesting about that video video clip is that the musical version is actually slightly different to the one on the CD. Okay. Like the music video is a different song or extended or something like that? No, it's just a different atmosphere. Oh, wow. Yeah. So And and so it's got this sort of gentle um, electronic beat that goes behind it. Whereas the original one is 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 doesn't have drums at all, so it's, oh. it's a different feeling. Okay, very so, interesting. Yeah, and and I I like I mean that does mean the same with um, uh, March of the Pigs by by Nine Inch Nails. Yes, right. How good is that video clip? Oh my gosh, Again, I watched it today it? in preparation for Did this. You? Yes. Yeah. There's there's almost nothing in it. It's just the band oh. in a white background. Yep. And it's a different version to the song on the album. Is it live? Because you can hear yes. when Trent Reznor throws the mic and all of that, yep, it, it, it's it thudding. Yep. God, for an, uh, for that video, for a band that at the time I thought was an industrial um, electronic band, to see them play live instruments, yeah. drums, bass, guitars, mm-hmm. keys, synths. Changes in a room, the way you understand them. Correct. Complete revelation, recontextualizes and reframes that band for me. And... How cool are those goths in their leather and their black and their hair? And I was like, it's oh, my God. It's the whole image, man. It's yep. that whole and, it, and absolutely so affective yep. with, a, with an A, affective, like it affects you deeply, you know? Yes. Like, it's, it, like it just it has an immediate um, like visceral effect on in your body where you're just feeling what's yep. going on. It's such an exciting video clip. Just for a simple uh, stand and deliver video clip, it is exciting. 100%. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You man. get the energy and the the the, the power and, and the effectiveness of that song. And again, like I can't hear that song without remembering that video clip, and in fact, remembering the differences between the versions of the song. Yeah, there's a couple that we'll talk about here, and this is this is one of them. March of the Pigs, Nine Inch Nails. Where I'm, I get goosebumps. You can probably hear it in my voice. Yeah. I'm excited just because yeah, I'm remembering yeah, yeah. it. I can almost 100%. taste it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so good. What's cool? It's so clinical, and, and I mean that that band's visuals are so powerful too. Like everything they do is 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 great. Like pretty much every video clip. But I mean, I've seen you know live live live. Um, performances where, where they have huge screens and, and they, the band itself is obscured, um, but um, you can see some silhouettes only and what's projected on this huge screen live is is like 
just a, a montage of different images of like, you know, um, like gore and explosions and all sorts of stuff. But it's Dystopian just stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Is that just, Nine Inch just, Nails? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just imagery is so important to that. Oh, man. Hey, I, I, talk, I talked just before about recontextualizing and reframing a song when you see the video clip, and I wanted to give a, mm. given two examples on that. One is Devo. We talked about it last week. Devo's yeah. clip, Beautiful World. Beautiful World is um, it's a, the, the lyrics are this. It's a beautiful world we live in, a sweet romantic place, beautiful people everywhere. The way they show their care makes me want to say it's a beautiful world for you beautiful sentiment and it starts off with this um go and watch it it starts off with this man in a child mask very strange disturbing child mask uh punching at some controls in time with the music in front of a big screen and on the screen starts flashing up images of the band singing they're beautiful then all these um images of life and mm. uh, a pristine american life you know beautiful yeah. stuff romantic stuff yeah. now it quickly changes so the images start changing to um, dystopian images, images of chaos, mm. images of um, it. yeah, bombs, Ku Klux yeah. Klan, like, uh, starving uh, African uh, children, like um, like the um, and I think to myself, what a beautiful, wonderful world, and looking at images of the Vietnam War. Great example! Wow, Louis Armstrong. Well, in yeah. this one, the lyrics play out, and then right at the end. They say it's a beautiful world for you, for you, but not for me. Oh, nice. What a way to clinch it. Right? And so Devo, all about the de-evolution of humankind, protests, yeah. subversive and all this stuff. If you just take the song on face value, oh, it's a beautiful world. It's a sweet romantic place. Beautiful people everywhere. Ah, oh, great. No. Yeah. The video recontextualizes and reshapes how you um, experience that song because the song is a subversive commentary on the de-evolution of humankind. Um, and, yeah. and I love it. I love it. It's really, really cool. Um, there's another one which I won't get into too much, but it's by the Australian band Pond and the uh, film mm. clip is for the song 30,000 Megatons and just the juxtaposing of images, the third world versus the first world, for example. Yeah. There's people running in on the Black Friday sales at shops and then it, it cuts to people running out who have just been looting. You know, it's yeah. striking, it's shocking, it's super compelling. Um, they 30,000 Megatons is the bomb they want to drop on the world. Yeah. And at the end of it, you just hear a bird singing and it's like, uh, okay, what have I just watched? But there's some crazy images in that. 30,000 megatons by Pond. Just helps you enter in and reframes and recontextualizes the way you experience that song. Well, on things that recontextualize and reframe, consider, would you have ever listened to Gangnam Style if it wasn't for the video clip? No. 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 No, no one would, no. right? It's unless, unless you live in Korea and you, and you understand all that. But if it wasn't for the video clip, forget about it. No one would know about that song. But that the imagery made that song everything it is. And the dance in the video yeah. clip, the, the horsey dance. And the other thing that uh, I had down was MC Hammer, the dance. Single ladies. Oh, I had that down too. You, yes. <laughs> yeah. MC Hammer, the dance and the fashion. And also Beyonce, who I don't listen to a lot of Beyonce, but what I do know about Beyonce is single ladies because that film clip and the dance routine is, is cultural gold. You know, that was right. powerful and impacting on I, global. I world. have no knowledge of any of it. 
single ladies. There's some homework for you, I've mate. I've never seen it. I've never I, seen I'm it. I'm laughing, thinking of Leon watching Beyonce's single ladies at home on his own going, <laughs> it's never what gonna is going on? <laughs> Double oh, no, dare you. I'll understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I just really liked that those examples uh, jump in. But what, what else you got? Think about, think about the Pink Floyd's movie. Oh, I don't know. Not a video clip. Speak? The Wall, man. Oh, oh okay. Yes, it? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, a little right? bit. Like, have you not seen the whole thing? No. Oh my god, that's your. I struggle with Pink Floyd. I'm confession yeah, so time. I. I struggle with Pink Floyd, but I am aware of the wall, another brick I, in the wall, and the cartoon imagery and, and yeah, stuff. it's it's like it is full on, like basically a, almost like a visual essay on what the whole album's about. So I know I'd like I, I also struggle with it. I never I I get into it and then I go oh I can't do it anymore and then I get into it again and I go no I can't do it anymore. But yeah. that I watch I, I know all the songs because the imagery in that is just like it's just psychedelic and crazy and and also socially um, making high, high social commentary of um, you know totalitarian regimes and and um, personal freedoms and um, yeah. spiraling down into um, depression and all kinds of stuff it's 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 really full on um, see as a, as and, a and keep going hearing and hearing that you can again you can, it transforms the way you understand the music absolutely and knowing you and that you're an artist and a fan of comics and um cartoons and things like oh, that yeah. it would sound like the, you probably are a bigger fan of the video than you are of the music you got it in one exactly right the only reason i really got into the, tried to get into music or attempted ever to get into music was because of that imagery mm. it just grabbed me and pulled me in and yeah that was that was um the hook for me unreal uh interesting and as a segue into another point, there are some artists who I have gotten into purely because of the video. Um, the video was what introduced me to that band and I latched on and and loved it. Um, one of them, a throwaway one, is is Fatboy Slim's Praise You film clip. I, there was yeah. a lot of big beat, a lot of electronic Fantastic. stuff in the 90s. Isn't it unreal? The man puts out his dance troupe in front and they're trying to busk and they're doing their crazy I wacky dancing. It. I love it. The, it's so good. Um, not a massive Fatboy Slim I've fan. Got, look, I've got Fatboy Slim on a big list. Can I launch into a bit of a diatribe about how um, video clips can actually have a bigger cultural effect? Yes, please. Okay. Consider Fatboy Slim, right? Um, you know, Weapon of Choice, that video clip? Christopher Walken dancing. Dancing or... Dancing around. You Dancing Christopher. Yeah, well, do you know who that's directed by? No. Uh, is it Michelle Gondry? No. My, my, Michael, Gondry Michael Gondry is correct. Well, yeah, but you're probably right. Probably is Michelle because he is he is French. He is probably Michelle Gondry. Yeah, I've always said Michael. What an idiot. Anyway. Well, Michael Gondry. Yeah. Michael. Gondo. Michael. Gondo Mike. we call him. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike, the God, Mike Gons yeah. directed that. Um, he... Also, no, sorry, hang on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Spike Jones did that. Okay. Spike Jones. I'm leading to Michael Gondry. Got it. <laughs> I'm leading to that. So we've got Spike Jones directed that. He also directed a bunch of Beastie Boys stuff. Right. Right, like Body Moving and oh. Sabotage. You know the one oh, where they Sabotage. Cops. Right, with a, yeah, huh? and, the and the best. one where they dress up as spies as well and he directed all that stuff. Super cool, yep. Right, he directed... Um, 
he directed uh, Buddy Holly by Weezer. Oh, okay. Yep. Right? Had that All on my list. Fantastic ones, which are just, are just they got that, that really powerful imagery, right? Yep. Then lead to how he then took that those skills that he that he cut his teeth with um, on on music videos. Directs being John Malkovich. Yeah. Directs adaptation. Yes. Right, moves on. He directs a heap of cool stuff. Yeah. And the same with, with where I was going to with Michael Gondry who I've talked about Björk before and she, he directed uh, like so many Björk um, video clips like Army of Me and Hyper Ballad and oh, all wow. these weird ones, right, which which um, he he just creates this really strange, surreal imagery. Did Daft Punk around the world. Oh, classic. Right? All yep. these ones where you just go, fire, all these video clips are just super awesome. Wow. Goes on to also direct another one who, which was written by Charlie Kaufman, same as John Malkovich in adaptation, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Brilliant. Brilliant, right? And takes yep. those surrealistic ideas, those oh, and Be Kind Rewind as well he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, you Jack Black, uh, video yeah, story. Super yeah, yeah. weird. Like imagine yep. that. Imagine that um, that movie directed by anyone else. It just wouldn't work True. with that sort of strange, you know, anything goes in my world type of vision that Michael Gondry has. Yeah. And um, or Michel Gondry. Um, and, yeah, I reckon the video clips, being able to have that freedom to create such strange imagery that goes with because, um, you know, video clips aren't always necessarily telling a direct story no. sometimes they're just showing a bunch of images abstraction and think, yeah, yeah and being able to take that abstract way of thinking and turn it into a film i think lens gives you a maybe a bit more creative freedom to to do something different in filmmaking than you otherwise would so you're saying the cultural impact of these directors that they cut their teeth in making having the freedom to make these crazy visuals with these songs and then that sort of extrapolated out into a the ability to take very strange movies and and bring them to life um right because they're, yeah. they're they're sort of seeing the visuals in a way that other directors may not i reckon yeah i agree yeah that's incredible because um, video clips are such a such a a world unto their unto themselves they are and and the good ones get talked about. Weezer, Buddy Holly, set in Happy Days with their yeah. they superimposed into the into the Happy Days set and the original footage and all that kind of stuff. Crazy! Completely. You talk about that stuff. Um, you say to people, "Have you seen this film clip? Have you seen Sabotage? How cool is that? Uh, yep. All those kind of film yeah. clips. Yeah, um, the ones that really stick with you, I think, are those ones that that ha that have that ability to not just. Um, you know, show the people singing the songs, yeah. but also th that that gives you that what seems initially like unrelated elements that then turn out to be so super relevant once you think about the big picture of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Anything else to say on, on any of those guys? Um, well, yes. My, my favourite video clip of all time, which is also by... Um, um, Michel Gondry is by a band called Sibomato, and the song is called Sugar Water. Have you seen they're, this video? Uh, they're a Japanese uh, female pop band, kind of mm -hmm. kind of indie mm -hmm. pop. Uh, yeah. Remind me, remind me. Okay, so there's one continuous take of a shot, and but one, but it's shown in split screen. That same shot is shown in reverse on one side. 
and the other sh- the and the and the the shot is shown forwards on on the left i think it is so one one is in one's going forwards one's going backwards it starts with two two women who are getting ready and one is going under the shower and she's got she's showering with water one's showering with sugar right sugar okay. water hence yep. the name of the song yeah um the sugar's going in reverse up into the sugar bag Right. right, so it looks like she's cleaning herself because the, the, she's getting less dirty with the sugar. So they get out of bed, they have a shower, they go out. In between both of these video clips, which is the same video clip, mine, right, they interact all the time. Like it will seem like one person is passing something across across the split screen. That's right? crazy. And, or like it'll, it'll look like a cat is running through the different split screens. Okay, um, but then you, you see that happen again. If you know that it's happening, you'll you'll see that happening again at the end of the video clip because it plays it's, through forward uh-huh, to back. They both uh-huh. end where the other one started, right? And then there's God. this sort of this whole thing where she, they're going out on a little errand outside, and one person's driving, one person's riding a, a moped, and one character hits the other character with their car and kills her, and she's carrying this note which doesn't make much doesn't look like much by itself but when it the camera zooms into the note both sides line up to say you killed me oh my gosh because you only see half the note when it zooms in you see half the note but then it zooms out and then zooms into another part and then you and it lines up and it says you killed me on one and then it, and then it zooms out and you see it again but in reverse it's just <laughs> the song is Sugar Water by the band yep. Chibo Mato. Yeah, or C- I don't know, C-I-B-O-M-A-T-O. Yep. And um, it's just a, it's one of the most tightly, most incredibly, most um, um, ambitiously choreographed video clips I've ever seen in my life. And you can watch it again and again and again and it'll continue to blow your mind the more you look at it. I, I'm going to go and check it out uh, again. So <laughs> is this a video, is this an example of a video clip that uh, also being your favourite of all time that probably got you into a band that you otherwise would not have engaged with? No, not into that band. But love the film clip. I listened to them. Um, and I'm like, yeah, 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 it's just pop. It's just boring for me. But yep. the video clip, and, and, but, and like beautiful thing is that, is that the video clip just magically just goes so well with the song like the the artists themselves are the people in the video clip wow yeah okay and just just the way the the way that the imagery matches with the words in the song and the the pace of the song versus the pace of the video clip it's just poetry visual poetry it's amazing wow very very cool uh you know a band that uh, I got into purely because of a video that was sent to me, purely because of a video that was sent to me, was um, a band called Future Islands and the song is called Waiting On You. They had a bit of a viral moment, right? In, I think this I know wasn't, this. Yeah, so just a great synth pop band just doing their thing for a long time. The video clip for the song Waiting On You is, it's okay. It's, it's fine. Actually a beautifully shot sort of man-woman story cowboy story but the video i saw made me stand up at my desk made me hoot out loud and holler and just i was just yes. getting goosebumps and it brought me joy that just spilled out i i couldn't describe it in. come on you have to describe so it. No. all i will say is um they did a live performance on the letterman show in march mm. of 2014 
and they mm-hmm. just start out. There's drums, there's a bass player, a synth player, and they're playing this synth pop. And the lead singer is wearing black pants and a black T-shirt tucked in with a black belt. He's kind of got receding short black hair. He looks, I don't know, a bit middle-aged, um, you know, 30s, 40s. You know, not super cool. No one's looking super cool. And they, and he's dancing weirdly, strangely, but he's committed. Mm. Now, mm. what happens is what follows is probably the singular most impacting experience I've had watching a live video. So um, he starts singing and he's got a sweet voice that has a bit of gravel in there. But it, mm. but as he sings, his, his eyes are intense and he's dancing and there's passion and he mm. has this gentle voice, but then he has these strange guttural moments that he's delivering. Oh. I'm like, what is happening? And then oh. there's these lyrics, right? People change, some people never do. So people change, some people never do. And he starts thumping his chest. So, and you can hear it like through the mic. You can hear it in the mic as he's beating his chest, saying, Some people never do, like talking about himself. Himself, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a part where he talks about um, when people change, they gain, where they gain one piece, but they lose one too. And he he kind of metaphorically rips his heart out and, and offers it to the camera. And I tell you what, he's pouring his heart and soul into this moment and he is channeling art's great power to move you. The whole thing went viral. So it came across my desk, didn't really know the band at all. And I just went, oh my goodness, the singular most arresting live video that I've seen. And I only got into that band because of that live video that I saw. Other than that, would have probably skipped over them in a place. Dismissed them. Yeah. Yeah. And and more power to them. it's just incredible. So I encourage you. Uh, Future Islands, Waiting on You is the song, but look at the yeah. Letterman live performance from March Now, that piece of homework I'm keen on, not so much on Beyonce or whatever the hell you said before, but <laughs> it, it, <laughs> that one sounds really fantastic. Oh, man. Like when somebody has that level of presence that over a recorded thing like that, you can yeah. really see it, every, It's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Video that's, clips. That's unreal. Yeah. Look, there's, there's probably like one other point I wanted to make and give some some videos uh, as examples of this. Um, is there is there any others that you wanted to jump in yeah. with? Consider, consider what gorillas would be if it weren't for video clips. Great example. Right? Gorillas yep. is such a great um, example of how visuals can absolutely change your understanding of a band. Yeah. Well, they're because right? they avatars, all come from right? other bands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all come from other bands as well, yes. right? So, yes. So they go, well, how do we get around this, or how do we add to this? And then they then they get um, the artist whose name should really he's the guy who drew, who drew Tank Girl to illustrate everything. And then, I feel so I feel so inadequate not knowing his name off the top of my head. But there you go. It's okay. Anyway, it'll come they, to you. But yeah. it will. It'll probably come to me in about thirty minutes, and then I go. Gah. Um, and, and then I won't be bothered to edit it later on. Um, <laughs> just, you know, let's be real. Let's be real. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and that, that style is so, um, recognizable, unique and, and, um, yeah, it's just, it just suits the whole look of the, the sound. I reckon. I Googled it. It's Jamie Hewitt, Jamie that- Hewlett, Jamie Hewlett. Yes. Sorry. Thank Scratch you so that much. itch. Thank you. Um, yes, that would have really bothered me. Yeah, gorillas, completely. Uh, you know, an avatar, a cartoon band. The visuals drive the project. It's it's incredible, yep. and you could almost say that that artist, 
that is responsible for the visuals, Jamie Hewlett, that we both knew off the top of our heads, um, is a part of the band. He's a part of the band, right? Like Because it's such an integral part. You can't separate one from the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just the visual part of the band. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Look, um, a couple things to finish on. This is something I've spent a lot of time thinking about and I I love this. It's it's, It's where bands make a cultural statement and they draw a line in the sand. I've got two two examples. Think about the band Poison think, mm-hmm. singing uh, Unskinny Bop and singing um, Nothing But A Good Time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think about, and think about the, the film clip um, Cherry Pie by Warrant, oh, yeah. okay? It's cock rocking, it's hip thrusting, it's lip yeah. pouting. I hate it. There's fireworks, <laughs> there's neon signs and neon makeup and big hair and big egos, big egos. Everything that, everything that steel pan- Everything that Steel Panther parodies. Correct. You know, yep. watch me wink as I stroke my phallic guitar, you know, <laughs> thrusting my hips at you and pouting. Like, it's horrible, horrible, horrible stuff, okay? That was in 1988, <laughs> nothing but a good time, Unskinny Bop 1990. Now, yep. throw to a band from Seattle, Soundgarden. They mm. came out of that hair metal kind of uh, kind of scene, you know, long hair. They love guitars and rock and metal and heavy stuff. But in 1989, they put out this film clip that stuns me. It's called Loud Love, right? The lyrics are Mm. are, are obscured, as Chris Cornell was wont to do, Um, but it's basically like, I've been deaf, now I want noise, loud love. So you think about that, loud love, great. Let's get some girls in there. Let's get some glam. Let's just like shake our hair and thrust our hips and, you know, get some bikinis in there. Nah. So what they go with is this dark, dystopian, chaotic, apocalyptic sort of set with car crashes, but then they're playing live and they're in the shadows and they're shaking their hair. Chris Cornell's wearing duct tape tape shorts, you know, like with his shirt off. You can hardly see them. And I just wanted to contrast that they went, you know what, we're going to make an artistic statement and lead Rather with our with our video, rather than follow in the hopes of getting some cheap thrills and some cheap likes and some yeah. cheap follows, you yeah. know. And then a bunch of grunge did exactly that. It's just like, yeah, pfft, let's just play. Correct. You think about the holy triumvirate of grunge. I don't put Nirvana in there because I think they're more art punk. Um, Soundgarden held. Uh, debate for another time. All right. Yeah. Soundgarden. Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, the holy triumvirate yeah. of grunge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you, but that's again a topic for another time. Put a marker that's in a that. That's a good one. I feel yeah, passionately that about down. that. That's a pin. Yeah, same yep. here. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just really love that example where a band says, "I'm gonna lead. I'm not gonna follow. I'm gonna make a statement. This is us, and I do not give a crap." about yep. what the mainstream is doing. Like uh, Poison were a top 10 band, you know. Warrant yep. was a, a top 10 song in Australia. Yeah. Yep. Let me give you a contemporary example. In 2015, Drake puts out the film clip Hotline Bling. Do you yeah, know it? No, nothing. No, no, okay. no idea. Drake, superstar rapper, um, and his Hotline Bling video has got these soft pastel rooms. There's big booty babes, and it's about a booty call, right? Hotline Bling. Uh, you know, yep. late at night, you call me on the cell phone, uh, yeah. it's a it's a booty call. Yeah, it's po- just po- trust pop music to come up with the with the most uh, wholesome themes <sighs> to play to seven year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was a cultural moment. There was dancing and memes and all this. It was huge. The same year, Kendrick Lamar puts out this video for All Right. Uh, which is stunning. It's a stun, and again, it's an extended clip. It starts off with a spoken word performance. There is mm. these arresting images. The whole thing. Kent Drake, Hotline Bling, pastel and colours and 
all of this. Kendrick Lamar's all right shot in black and white. Now, in America, that's a statement, right? Black and yeah. white. The song, right, it's, 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 a, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a spoken Completely. word. It explodes into this shape-shifting portrait of America. It's got like jazz and drum beats skittering and, mm. and Kendrick rapping. Uh, but the, 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 fil- the film clip is stunning. He says, I don't want to talk about booty babes and, and um, cash money and how great I am. He starts no. flying through Compton and he, and he rises up and he's flying through the air as the rest of the people are looking on. And he's driving a car that's being carried by cops, you know, instead of oh. driving it. Their cops yeah, are carrying yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah. He's standing on, uh, you know, a light pole and um, a cop comes along and and shoots him with a fing- with his fingers. And then Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick gets a bullet burst and falls down. And the whole song is a message, actually a message of hope. It's all about, you know, you're messed up, I'm messed up, but we're going to be all right. And it's all yep. about Black Lives Matter and, um, you yep. know, civil unrest and and all this kind of thing. Um, and at the end, he you think he's dead, but he looks to the camera and he smiles. And that film clip, mm. Kendrick Lamar makes an artistic statement through his film clip and says, you know what, I'm not going to go for the rap, big booty babes and the cash and the jewellery and the how good I am and the big Bentleys and the, you know, the Hennessy and whatever. He says, um, through my video, I'm making an artistic statement. I'm going to give a message of hope. Um, and, uh, you know, this is complex. This is conflicted. This is a metaphorical. This is um, deep. And I really love the fact that um, through video, he makes an artistic cultural statement. It adds something to the song that you can't forget and it transforms the song. Absolutely. It is culture defining rather than following. And this is the power of videos, especially songs are great protest songs, songs are powerful, but if you put them with a video, they are culture shifting and culture defining rather than um, following trends, you know, and, the last point I make on that is the other excellent video. Similarly, Childish Gambino's "This Is America" um, is also a powerful video that makes artistic statement that yeah. that transcends the, what the song is and makes it a bigger, bolder. It's, thing. it's a it it can be a, a fine line though between between making a really powerful artistic statement like that, probably because you're hiring somebody whose medium is video, and then something like where like Michael Jackson's "Black." or white, which tries that and I think just fails miserably. I remember. It's just I'm, full of cliche and terrible imagery that do, it tries to do something and it just terrible. fails. I remember being a kid staying up on a Sunday night to watch the de- the debut of that on Same. after Hey Hey It's Saturday or something like that. And being that. excited and going, oh, geez, yeah. that's disappointing. Oh, the people's faces morphed. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting. So, you know, as we sort of wrap this up, Man, I've spent a lot of time watching music videos. I've spent yep. a lot of time late at night playing the Rage game, waiting yep. for more than two bad songs in a row before I can go to bed. Um, yep. Music videos are a part of my life and part of my music listening experience. Um, and I think that music videos are so powerful in the way that they can um, add to a song, make it bigger than what it is and make it bolder than what it is, help you to discover songs you would otherwise not have listened to. Maybe not necessarily bigger and bolder than what it is, but to you to reveal what is already there in the intention of the artist to the viewer. That Yeah, great point, great pickup. Uh, and I guess that was the stuff we covered off when we were talking about videos recontextualise and reframe a song and help you 
uh, help peel back the layers and enter into what the artist is truly trying to get at. And I, I think you're right. Like sometimes it can make it bigger than what it is. Yeah, I guess some of them are just sure. super fun, super fun. Yeah. MC Hammer, that was just fun <laughs> yeah. stuff, yeah, you know? Totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It, it was great. Um, I cannot let this uh, episode end without mentioning my favourite video artist, when? Donnie Benet. Oh, you're Donnie, a massive Benet fan. Donnie Benet, Sydney artist. Uh, someone said to me, come and look at this video in about 2012. And it was yeah. um, and it was sophisticated lover, Donnie Benet. Homemade. <laughs> it is like nothing you've ever he seen. Does, he, he does video clips so well. So they're fun. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're just, I just it's love like, them. It's like watching Weird Al Yankovic take himself seriously. Yes. Um, but then also mix in like like some, I don't know, some other guy. Like, I don't know. It's something weird. It's, it's great. Yeah. I just think he's special. He's a great artist. He's having yeah. fun and he's just yeah, embellishing absolutely. his persona. He's not taking the piss and he's not being um, ironic. He is a bit, not of other people though. Uh, yeah, I, I I think he's being fun, not funny. I think he just okay, wants to yeah, be yeah. engaging. Hundred percent. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, agree, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and and that's part of his persona. But um, go yeah. and look at Kanichiwa. Go and look at um, oh yeah, love Kanichiwa. Uh, second dinner, um, Santorini, yeah. like working out. Go and look at working out. Just Google Donnie Benet, B-E-N-E-T, okay? Love Donnie Benet. Yep, get lost down that YouTube rabbit hole. You'll uh, you'll love it. <laughs> so we threw out on Facebook a request, hit us up with your favourite video clips of all time. Got some really, really cool ones. So uh, There's some that I really love and I agree with. Yep. Thriller was our first cab off the rank, <sighs> of course. Yeah. We mentioned that. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. My mate Ash, he said, uh, come to daddy, Apex Twin. Oh, Everyone knows. Yeah, I love one. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Cunningham. Yeah. Amazing. Excellent. Uh, Mark said Leningrad tattoo artist. I have no idea what this is. I have no idea what I watched. It was weird and bizarre and interesting. It's a backwards telling story with violence and sex and all kinds of things. It was amazing. And and there's this like really chaotic, crazy kind of story. And and it's one of those things that's a little bit like um, um, Memento where you're not sure what's happening but then it puts it all together um, as you walk through it. The end yeah, is the start. Cool. The that's start is the one. end. Yeah, that that's was cute. that was excellent. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Hugh says uh, the slinky in my happiness got him every time, uh, which is the Powderfinger track. There's a little slinky gets separated from his mate, and he and it's an animated yeah, slinky yeah, trying yeah, to find yeah. his way home. Well, Richard said this one about um, uh, Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Like that's that's, that's got a great, interesting um, production value and and, and um, innovation in that one. I was yeah. really going to suggest it myself. Well, we brought it, that up you know, right at the start yeah. about MTV yeah. stuff. Just uh, just just briefly, yeah, I know because yep. it's, it's it sticks with you. Yeah, it is excellent if you haven't seen it, Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Um, and he said Theophilus Thistler, which is like a um, tongue twister, <laughs> late 90s electronic, yeah. early 2000s electronic Australian band. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, it's a cool clip. There's two guys in like uh, Furby outfits yeah, I never running saw around. The clip. I don't know the clip. Uh, check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Trent, of course, he says anything Spike Jones. Um, but oh, also, I love Spike Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And clip, clips Covered one. that one thoroughly. Missy Elliott, Gorillas, Lady Gaga, and Blink One Eight Two. He also yeah. loves. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Well, um, Lady Gaga, I don't, I don't rate her personally, but the, talk about visuals, man. She's got the. She's all over the visuals. I rate Lady Gaga, uh, and and yeah, I, I think the visuals are a big part of that as well. Yeah. 100%. Um, 
And Chris brought up the original viral video of OK oh, Goes, man. Here We yes. Go Again. I love that. It's, it's, it's like so simple. Yep. It's so simple because it's just treadmills. And they're standing in front of like a silver tarpaulin or something. They've just knocked <sighs> it up in their shed. And it's a choreographed routine around four treadmills. And it is beautiful. Every, and, and just when you think you're going to get bored of it, they just up the ante and it just gets so interesting all over again. Yeah. Yep. Like how you sustain that for a whole video clip, I don't know, but they do it. Well, they've sustained it for a whole career making insane <laughs> videos that go viral. Like they're known just for their videos, really. Their music's uh, pretty good. One, but Michael suggested this one, Stardust um, Music Sounds Better With You. I don't know this one. Tell me what this is. Beautiful clip. One half of Daft Punk put out one song and one time, and it is a, you'll know the song. Uh, it's a dance floor classic, um, yeah. French disco electronic stuff. The film clip is a kid making a big balsa wood glider whilst bands are counting down on the on the TV, five, four, three, two, one, of like a video hits, like, and then the Stardust band are going from five, four, three, two, one, and then yeah. suddenly they're not on the telly and they're up in a cloud and the kids, oh, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, good clip, good clip. That sounds great. I've, I've got to look it up. That's great. Yep. Check it out. Thanks, guys. Really cool input. Really appreciate that. There's a few there that we had never heard of that we went and checked out and some there that we also loved um, and good to hear your Mutual. suggestions. Leon, thank you. God, I could thank talk about you. music video, and I'm so glad we decided to circle back around and dedicate an episode uh, to music videos. Put the handbrake on, Adrian. I think we're going to come back to album art. Oh, my God. <laughs> we haven't talked about album art. Yeah. Put that handbrake yeah. on, flip that, uh, squiggle that steering wheel around yeah. and do a 180. Yep. Okay, let's, gun, let's come back around for another lap. We're going to gun that accelerator next yep. week and talk about all the ways that album art can make you understand a band so much better and also the lack of album art in streaming times. Yeah. Well, I think that thought experiment I, I, I lodged right at the start of this one, it is exactly sometimes right. hard to think about album art from the songs you've listened to. Yep. Well, thank you, Leon. This has been another great episode of Supersonic Chat. For all you listening out there, I would love for you to write us a review, give us some stars, give us some feedback on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, really your podcast platform of choice. Yeah, it just yeah. helps uh, broaden the audience. Um, a, a little bit of uh, of marketing self-pleasure there from us. Uh, it would be great. <laughs> if you like us, give us five stars. Please <laughs> give us those stars. <laughs> Subscribe. Come back. <laughs> Hit us up on the Facebook, Supersonic Chat. Send us an email, supersonicchat at gmail.com. Um, and I look forward to your company next week, Leon. I'm going to do some homework. I'm going to go and watch a bunch of videos and then just Hell start yeah. thinking about album art. So until next nice. time, thanks again. Thank you.